You're listening to Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. Before we go to our next guest, somebody asked a, a trout angler in Arvada wanted to learn how to catch other fish. I'm going to talk about that and address it a little bit uh, next hour, and we'll probably do it around 10:20 in that range. So hang on, we'll get to that and try to help you out. Right now, let's go to the phones. And joining us from uh, Wyoming uh, Outdoor Pathfinder, he's a retired game warden. He does the Wyoming Parks and Wildlife podcast, and I hope I get his last name right. Bruce Chilioni, is that right? Chiliano. Good morning, Terry. Chiliano. I got was close. <laughs> Good morning, Bruce. You still there? I'm still here. All Good right. Morning. So... Let's start out by what is Outdoor Pathfinders? Well, it's Outdoor Recreation Pathfinders. We're part of Wyoming State Parks, Office of Outdoor Recreation. And what we do is promote safe, responsible, fun outdoor recreation uh, in different ways. We may talk to people out in the field. We inform them about outdoor recreation opportunities in Wyoming. And we provide education uh, regarding responsible outdoor recreation. And what types of activities do you provide? Do you do that education in group settings, on one-on-one, online? How do you try to provide that education? Actually, all of those different ways. Uh, We do have a really cool app called the Wonder Map, which uh, folks can go to through the Office of Outdoor Recreation website. And on that app, they can choose the various activities that they might want to engage in. For example, hiking. And if they choose hiking, it'll bring up all the hiking trailheads in Wyoming. Same way with camping. It'll show you all the private and public campgrounds in Wyoming. Uh, Snow machine trails, ATV trails, horse motels, shooting ranges. If it has to do with outdoor recreation, our Wonder Map has it. Now, we're getting, this is the last weekend of Safe Boating Week, and of course, we want people to boat safely all year long, and that's one of the things that you guys stress, and I think uh, you and I talked earlier, and we're going to talk a little bit about safe boating and what, what Wyoming requires, but I think one thing we've been stressing in almost all outdoor activity, and it certainly applies to boating, with the number of new people that have gotten into the outdoors, and that's no before you go. Would you agree with that? Oh, certainly. And uh, its preparation is key to a successful outdoor recreation experience. And when it comes to boating, uh, it's even more important because uh, you need to prepare your watercraft, that it is everything is operational. You have the required safety equipment. You're ready for the weather. And you're also prepared in terms of operation. And that may mean taking an online watercraft safety course or in Wyoming we have the uh, paddle courses. Yeah, you know, and people, unfortunately, because our we used to be an agrarian society, I'm older than dirt, and, and people lived outdoors in small boats, were on everybody's backyard in lakes and water, and then you graduated and bought bigger boats as you grew up, and but you kind of experienced it and had mentors. They were part of your family. But with people, now that we're an urban society, a lot of people don't grow up with that experience and, and don't have mentors. 
So what happens is they go by their first watercraft, and sometimes it's a 200-horsepower boat with no brakes, but nobody's really taught them how to operate it. So it really is important to learn the operation. But let's go through some of the other safety aspects. What are the required safety equipments in Wyoming? And, and, and maybe they're different than Colorado. Maybe they're the same. Well, all watercraft, uh, including paddle boards, are required to have a Coast Guard-approved personal flotation device. That's Most people call that a life jacket. And that has to be of the proper size uh, for everyone on board. And those life jackets need to be in good serviceable condition. In other words, they should not have torn straps, should not have holes in them, they should not be waterlogged, etc. So they must be usable and they must be accessible. Now, some boats, depending on whether they have uh, enclosed hulls, uh, et cetera, uh, may re- be required to have a fire extinguisher on board. Um, but I will say, having been on a boat that did catch fire, uh, having a fire extinguisher is a good plan, uh, no matter whether you're actually legally required to have it or not. Um, boats 16 feet and over in Wyoming in addition to a wearable life jacket, must also have what is called a throwable device. And this is most likely, most people think of this as a cushion with straps on it that's Coast Guard approved. Ring buoys work also. And that's pretty darn important too because actually most people drown uh, in watercraft um, incidences by being thrown overboard or they fall out of a boat. So having something to toss to somebody else uh, is is pretty useful. There's also requirements in terms of lighting, navigational lighting, and that can vary whether between powered watercraft or hand-powered watercraft. And those kinds of things are spelled out in the watercraft regulations. Now, in Wyoming, uh, paddle craft, some of them are treated a little different. Colorado, Colorado classifies a paddleboard as a, a watercraft. You classify it as a water sport toy. Does that prevent, present any different regulations for the two? Well, actually, it's thought of as a water sport toy. However, the law was um, changed not terribly long ago uh, that put in essence, uh, paddle boards in the same category as other watercraft in terms of life jacket requirements, for example. Right now, really the only difference between paddle boards and and other watercraft has to do with aquatic invasive species and when inspections are required. So, and you know, one of the things that I wanna go a a step beyond the regulations, First of all, I think in both states, if you're under 13, you have to have your life jacket on at all times. Uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on that. But paddle boarders, I see them, they're required by law to have a life jacket on the, the craft. Well, I see it strapped to the front of the paddle board, and so few paddle boarders tether themselves to the paddle board. And boy, if you get in a windy condition and you fall out, especially in cold water, if you think you can make your way back to that paddle board, without getting in trouble, you're probably kidding yourself, aren't you? I agree with you. Um, and again, it's you can't plan 
for these incidences. You're not going to wake up one morning and say, yes, I'm going to get thrown off my paddleboard or I'm going to be, I'm going to fall out of my boat and this is what's going to happen. No, it usually comes as a surprise. And when you hit that cold water, you're really going to be surprised. Uh, and it, it affects you both mentally and physically um, in terms of uh, reducing your ability to swim and get back to the paddleboard, for example. So in terms of wearing a life jacket, sure, uh, you might, the law might say you can have that uh, life jacket on the paddleboard and you're good to go. But in real life, uh, one should be wearing it. Now, now, we only have about a minute left, but there's one other topic I wanted to spend some time on, but we'll hit it real quick. And that's the fact people love to go boating and they love the people in the boat that enjoy an adult beverage. But a couple things come into play. One of one of that in Colorado, it's illegal to boat while intoxicated. I would assume it is in Wyoming, too. You can fill us in on that. But the other thing is that when you're out in the water, the the motion of the waves, the heat of the sun, all these things affect you. You become much more susceptible, even if you're not consuming alcohol, to being not as totally functional as you could be. But, boy, if you're drinking, it just amplifies it, doesn't it? It does. It, it amplifies it. And as you said, it's, it's important to remember that the wind, the sun, and the waves will even impair you whether you've been drinking or uh, um, using um, drugs or whatever. And then you add on those uh, substances, and you can be in pro uh, trouble real quick. Real quick, we've got to go. Give us the website again if people want more information about Pathfinders. Yeah, if they would Google Wyoming Office of Outdoor Recreation, it'll come up there. And, uh, it's, again, it's part of Wyoming State Parks. All right, my friend, thank you for joining us. We'll look forward to having you on again. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. You bet. That's Bruce from uh, Pathfinders up in Wyoming. We're going to take a quick time out, and Nate Zielinski is going to join us, and we're going to talk fishing on Terry Wixham Outdoors and 104.3 The Fan.